the entrepreneurial spirit is resilient, and U.S. Bank is here to make sure that no matter what unknown pops up, business owners know that we have their back. Because problem solvers are the ones that keep us all moving forward by finding ways to close gaps, even when distances are being kept everywhere. So whatever you need to adapt and evolve your business, U.S. Bank is here to support you. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business success, build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now, here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Monique Russell. Known as the Clear Communication Coach, Monique teaches individuals and teams how to have positive and productive relationships using effective communication tools. The part of Boost that she will address is secure thought leadership space. Hey, Monique, welcome to the Boost Podcast. Thank you, Kelly. I am excited to chat with you today. I am excited too, because I feel like it's been forever that we've been trying to coordinate this call. So I'm like smiling from ear to ear, just looking in in anticipation, like a child on Christmas morning, ready to unwrap this conversation. So thank you so much for your time. And I know my pleasure. And I know one of the things, so your sort of tag name or your alias is the clear communication coach. So tell us a little bit more about just kind of what you do, who is Monique Russell? Oh my God, who is Monique Russell? Monique Russell is known as the Clear Communication Coach, but she's originally from the beautiful islands of the Bahamas and also Nigeria. And I'm a mother, I'm a wife, and I teach people how to have positive and productive relationships using effective communication tools. That's really in a nutshell in terms of helping people to understand themselves, helping people to understand others in order to move their relationships to positivity and productivity at home. And at work. Wow. So then, in the context of communication, are you um, primarily focusing on written or non written, or is it any type of communication? Oh, no, 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 no. It's definitely not any type of communication. In the beginning, when I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do and I was not clear on who I was supposed to serve, I was doing anything that smelt and looked like communication, Kelly, <laughs> including marketing and advertising and PR and editing. And, you know, you go through those processes and you realize that your your core strengths are connected to things that you've experienced, things that are connected to your purpose and who you truly, truly desire and want to serve. So where I focus is primarily interpersonal and intrapersonal. Interpersonal, how you get along with others, and intrapersonal, how you get along with yourself. That's really a big one for me. Wow. So let's, you know, let's hang out there for a little while because that's really super interesting. So intrapersonal, how you get along with yourself, you said? Yeah, like insight, intra. So basically, this is talking about your self-awareness, your motivations, your energy cycles. You know, you hear the term emotional intelligence. Yes, I was just getting ready to ask you about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And basically, that's what it is. That's really what it is. It's emotional intelligence. And I'm so glad for the framework. The 
different pieces of emotional intelligence have been around forever, Mm -hmm. but they've been around in a fragmented way. So emotional intelligence really just gives us this holistic framework or approach to say, wow, we can get a 360 degree view of communication that takes in your inside and takes in into consideration the outside. So more, more or less communication from the inside out. Nice. And so when you think about the whole emotional intelligence and intrapersonal communication, what are some of the challenges that you see people dealing with? Because I'd imagine, you know, anytime we think of communication, we always think of, oh, if someone doesn't understand me, that's their issue. Like it's got nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. And so how do you help people kind of unwrap This whole notion that, hey, let me be more self-aware and really develop and hone in on this whole emotional intelligence because we hear that buzzword being used a lot lately. Mm, definitely. And it is a process. And you're right. Every time or most of the time, people often think that it's outside of themselves. But the way we interact with others is a huge reflection on how we are interacting with ourselves, the level of compassion that we're giving to ourselves, because we all have filters. Everything we encounter or how we communicate is influenced by the things that we've experienced. It's been influenced by our previous encounters or our future visions or even our childhood. And let's say you you grew up in a certain environment that was more um, collegial or familial and it was more community oriented. And I grew up in an area where it was more, you know, self-driven or independent driven. And we're now in a work environment and I'm looking for communication clues and cues that relate to what I am familiar with and what I experience. And I'm looking, I'm looking for those types of connections. Whereas you're looking at me since you're in this independent driven mode or, you know, um, you have been taught to be on your own and focus on independence and make your own way and pave your own path. And, and you're looking at me like, okay, this, this lady is a little bit weird because we now have different views. Our, our glasses are looking at the same thing. We're in the same environment, but the way we perceive those experiences and encounters are different. Yeah. So when I, help, when I say helping people to have positive relationships, also including starting from the inside out, it's extremely important that you learn more about yourself, learn more about, you know, what type of culture was I raised in? Mm. What type of family was I raised in? Mm-hmm. You know, no, no one really sits down and takes these questions seriously until they're driven to do it for, for some other reason. In the corporate workplace environment, situations and circumstances thrust you into those um, introspective periods where you have to say, okay, what's really going on here? Is it me or is it them or is, it, is everybody out to get me or what? Right. Um, we're driven to, <laughs> to change. We're driven to change. Yeah. You know, and if you're not in a corporate environment, maybe you have stepped out into entrepreneurship and, and you realize as an entrepreneur, you don't have time to be having those blinders on right. because you need to keep your your awareness as wide as possible so that you don't miss out on opportunities. Mm. So 
change. We're driven by vision, what we see is possible. Oh my goodness, I see the future. Or maybe we're driven to change by pain. Oh my God, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this being in this rut. I'm tired of not being seen, not being appreciated, not being understood, not feeling connected. You know, we're driven to change by different things, but ultimately it will force us to take an introspective look at ourselves, open up our eyes, um, especially when we're dealing with other people, and find ways to move the relationship towards something that's positive and productive as opposed to just being closed off and negative. Wow. So, and I'd imagine as you're assisting people and really digging into this intrapersonal side, that a, a quite a bit of inner work needs to take place. Because if I don't realize my blind spots, to use a word that I think you had mentioned, how effective are you able to assist someone if they don't first recognize that they need to do inner work? Like how important is that to the process of really having that heightened level of emotional intelligence and and self-awareness? Um, how important is it to do inner work and what does that inner work look like? Is it just like, okay, I need to read more. I need to do some sort of self-assessments. Like what are some practical ways that I can hone in on that having more connectedness with myself to understand what those blind spots are? Mm. Okay. So first part is that everybody has blind spots. Mm. Everybody has blind spots, even the most well-intentioned, self-aware coaches, gurus, everyone has blind spots because that's just the way we're made. And there's nothing that is under the sun that God made that doesn't have a blind spot. Yeah. So that's the first piece. Mm-hmm. Um, for for those that aren't aware of what the blind spot is, that's okay because that's the beauty of going into yourself or having someone do guided facilitation or guided introspection for you to uncover those things or see things in a different way. So it's not so much the fact that you can't see that you have a blind spot. What's more important is if you have the desire or if you have a curiosity or you remain open to learning and receiving. As Mm -hmm. long as you remain open to learning and receiving, you'll be able to see new things differently. You'll be able to accept or embrace a teaching and not have something like a person's appearance or their accent. You know, I'm talking to you sometimes when I get really excited, I talk really fast <laughs> or <laughs> or my accent comes out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that might rub people the wrong way. And because that might rub them the wrong way, that's a block mm-hmm. that comes up for for communication, right? That's not something that's, that's something that's triggered within them mm-hmm. that causes them to not be able to hear what I'm saying. So it is okay, absolutely okay if you don't know what your blind spots are. In fact, chances are you won't know mm. because you need that outside you need that outside perspective or that guidance. And what that guidance can look like is a number of different um, things, practical tools in, in different situations. For example, if you are in a corporate setting or even a business setting, starting with an assessment, like in my practice, I use DISC. It's a great mm-hmm. tool because you learn more about your communication style and you can learn about others. And simply having a awareness gives you knowledge and empowerment to do something different. Mm -hmm. It's like the fire in your house. Your house is on fire and you now know that. So you get up and you say, okay, I'm going to call the firefighter or I'm going to, I'm going to do something different as opposed to you not knowing you can't do anything when you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you can take assessments. They're not the end all be all. They are starting points because they don't measure everything. But that is one way. Another way you can become more aware is through journaling. Mm. journaling, guided journaling 
is an awesome way to reflect on, you know, why did I start to feel this way? So many times throughout the day, we have different emotions that go up and down. We might be on 10, we might be on two, we may be on negative four. And those things are connected to certain things that happen. Maybe we went too long without eating. Mm. You know, physiology is connected to our emotions as well. Or maybe we just stepped into a situation where we felt the energy in the room was not welcoming. Mm. Um, You know, what, what happened to make that shift? Just taking time to reflect on things that you encounter. You can use guided, guided journaling or guided practice. You can also use coaching, which I believe is one of the fastest ways to enhance your self-awareness. It is, it is tremendously valuable. And I think it's a secret tool or a weapon for you to enhance who you are inside and out. You just get to see things from a different perspective. You're challenged and you're guided to think about things differently. Yeah. So assessments, coaching, journaling. Yeah. Those are just a few. Awesome. And, and you know, that hangry thing is serious because I, I know when my blood sugar level gets low, it's like, don't bother me. I don't care what you're coming with unless you come in with a sandwich. I don't want to talk right now. I'm so, but you. yeah, so yes. being aware of that is super important. Now, one of the things that you mentioned, one um, resource journaling. I think so often when we hear about different strategies or ways to really get connected with ourselves, so we hear about meditation and journaling and, and immediately some people's eyes, they like roll in the back of their head because they're just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. another one of those things. Because I think most of us think that, okay, it's like a two hour or one hour commitment. And so how long, like if I'm getting started in journaling, what would you say is like a good goal to at least get started? Because I think so many of us, we just do nothing because we think that, you know, it just seems insurmountable, the task that's ahead of us. So it's like, ah, you know what? I know they said five minutes of journaling, but what can five minutes do? I'm not going to do it. And then we move on to something else when really the reality is, is we've got to start somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not even so much. I think when, when you get overwhelmed with the whole thought of journaling, it's because that, that act is looked at as a task. Right. Or something to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I just got to put this on my checklist, meditated for five minutes, journal for three minutes. Okay, whew, I'm good. I'm <laughs> right. self-aware. I'm, right. No, no, right. no, honey. It don't work like that. <laughs> you need to focus on the outcome. Mm. So why am I doing this? Okay. And when you focus on why am I doing this, it doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds mm. or it if, or if it's 10 minutes, it doesn't matter, or, or 20 minutes. It really doesn't matter. It's why am I doing this? Okay. And I'm doing this so that I can process. And I'm do- and, and journaling, it doesn't have to be, you know, it really doesn't have to be anything um, so fancy. You, you can just write one word mm-hmm. and you can think on that one word, whatever that one word is that comes up, or you can, you can write according to your day, or you can write according to your goals, or you can assess. There's so many different things. You have to find what works for you. And if journaling doesn't work for you, that's okay too. Okay. Everyone has different approaches. Maybe 
easier approach is to go and sit in nature. Mm. You know, maybe maybe you go on two hour hike. That's mm-hmm. a form of journaling because right. you're processing. Mm-hmm. So I would I would say you know focus more on why am I doing this? This is this is like eating. Why am I? I don't even think about eating. I know I have to do it right. because it nourishes me. Mm-hmm. It helps me become strong. Um, as opposed to okay, there's another one of these things I got to do. So right. Right. In the context of all the other things that we have to do. Yeah. Don't even think about it as a list time at all. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So now, and you mentioned how important coaching is to you. And I know you've got a a project that you're working on, a a group coaching project. Tell us more about that project and how it might be able to help folks. Oh, yeah. So what I do, because I also travel as a speaker, and I love to help other women business owners grow their speaking finesse and their speaking prowess in my coaching program. And it's called You Matter. You Matter, a group coaching. And what I focus on is really a compilation. You have your tactical strategies, but you really focus on the internal stuff as well. It's a holistic pr- approach. And that's that's what makes it really different mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot of things we can focus on in terms of your your body language, your delivery, your, your tactical pieces, which mm-hmm. is what most everyone focuses on. Mm-hmm. But the real reason why there isn't really sustainable impact or lasting impact is because that internal stuff hasn't been addressed. Mm-hmm. And that's where I have an advantage because naturally I can hear different aspects and the emotional intelligence coaching side of me lights up, even though we're working on your speech and your presentation, we're tapping into the whole self and wow. we're connecting your message. We're ident- identifying your core message with things that you like to do and also things that people will pay to hear. So instead of you just speaking about all your passion, but if no one wants to pay to hear that and you are a business owner and part of speaking is not just to increase your visibility, your credibility and your relevancy, but it's, it's also to grow your business, then we need to make sure that we tap into those aspects as well so that you don't show up and you're not like, oh, I'm just going to go here and speak. I just got to do it. That's what I see a lot of people do. Right. I'm just going to do it. I just got to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm facing my fear. I'm doing it. And that's great. Mm-hmm. But when you're building your speaking presence, you have to also remember that if you start off and you don't have that information handy that can allow you to get repeat speaking opportunities, mm-hmm. it's going to be harder. It's going to be a harder hill um, for you to climb as opposed to you starting with some strong, solid foundational um, strategies and even advanced strategies to help you to continue to build that momentum. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, Monique, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for just sharing so many wisdom bombs with us um, in this episode. If folks are listening in and they want to reconnect with you or just get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? So I'm all over the internet as Claire Communication Coach. So <laughs> Monique Russell on LinkedIn, Claire Communication Coach, Instagram, Facebook, Claire Communication Coach. My website is Claire Communication Solutions. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And just again, just sharing so much insights with us to help us to get more self-aware and increase our level of emotional intelligence. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And thank you for having me too, Kelly. Thanks again for tuning in to the Boost Podcast. I hope what you heard today will help you to build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap 
into new markets. If you like what you heard, please don't forget to share the podcast with your family and your friends. And while you're at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. For more information on me or any of the other services that we provide, feel free to head over to our website, kellytleonard.com. I look forward to catching up with you again on the next episode of the Boost Podcast.